TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show. I am your host, Joe Spadoni. Welcome in, all of you lovely, lovely people. If you're just getting off work. Just getting on work, getting ready for school, getting ready for trips, anything. Welcome in. Thank you for joining me. It's supposed to be raining out there. Maybe it is now. So be safe if you are driving out there, if you're commuting, anything like that. It's supposed to be wet and windy today, so please be safe. It wasn't what I got on the roadways, but I haven't been outside now in about 45 minutes. So be safe, all of you out there. And man, doesn't winning on the road feel nice if you're a Golden State Warrior? Or if you're a fan. Or, hell, just winning. They snapped an 11-game losing streak, folks. They did it. They somehow did it. Tim Roy, how'd it feel? The road losing streak is over. Buzzer sounds. Final score, Warriors 121. And the Rockets 108. And Golden State goes to 37 and 36 and a chance to pick up their second win on this road trip on Wednesday night when they take on the Dallas Mavericks. Which is going to be a huge matchup in Dallas, but it almost felt like a weight was lifted off the shoulders of not just the Warriors, but the broadcast, the fans, everything. They needed to win that one. If you lost to the Houston Rockets and they weren't a good team, they're young, they're feisty, but you saw the play last night. It wasn't like it was that great of a game. Thankfully, the Warriors played well in the fourth quarter and pulled away, but both teams, for most of that game, just boneheaded mistake after boneheaded mistake, but the Warriors get the job done. That's all that matters. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Weigh in. Your thoughts. Are all your worries gone now, Warriors fans, after beating the Houston Rockets? Are they gone, all the worries? Championship mode back, right? Back in championship mode? Let me know. 888-957-9570. YouTube, Twitch, we are up and running. Hello to all of you. Hit me up there. Follow me there. Hit me up on YouTube. Like, subscribe to the channel. Follow me on Twitter. Don't have a YouTube channel myself, but I'm part of the team, so 95.7. Just give them a follow, and you can find all the pregame show drama, 
all the stuff there. Like, subscribe, follow me on Twitter for all your just other drama, not even sports related. 888-957-9570 at Spadoni underscore Joe there for Twitter. And again, 888-957-9570 is the number you can call or text. Same number. Call or text 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. Warriors, they snap an 11-game road losing streak. They're now 8-29 and on the road. And again, you heard from Tim Roy there. They're going to head to Dallas and what is going to be a huge matchup tomorrow. And again, we'll have all that coverage right here on 95.7 The Game. If they win that game tomorrow, I think it's an okay road trip. As crazy as that sounds and as bad as they have looked, that's a solid road trip, even if they go 2-3. and Because you're going up against a Mavericks team, and by the way, Kyrie in a walking boot might have just gotten a little easier, but say that all the time when it comes to the Warriors on the road. Nothing's easy. Shout out to Zaza Pachulia. 888-957-9570. Can the Warriors salvage this road trip tomorrow with a win? Let me know with that. Let me know how you're feeling overall about that performance. Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, Joe Shasky joined me yesterday, and he asked me a question and was kind of great. I, I couldn't even really give him an answer. I couldn't think about it. When's the last time Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson had a good game each in the same game. Like, both of them, one of them's been out, one of them's been hurt, one of them's not playing a back-to-back, one of them's just... They couldn't get it together at the same time. And I think it's been hurting the Warriors. Well, last night, 30 points from Steph, 29 points from Clay, and it was good to snap an ugly streak like that, says Clay Thompson. Feels really good, and we have a chance to do it again on Wednesday and really right the ship from this trip. But uh, nice to snap an ugly streak like that. That's gross. That's a perfect word to describe it. Gross. It was. This season's just been gross, if we're being honest. But hey, 37 and 36, clinging to that sixth seed in the West. And right now, by the way, you know who you're playing, Warriors fans. You know what the first-round matchup's going to be, right? It feels like it's headed that way all along, too. Just with the beef between the two teams, between the two cities. It's feeling like it's going to be Kings-Warriors in that first round. Which would be awesome. Which would be absolutely awesome. Kings, they're five games up on the Suns. I think they're going to be pretty much locked into that three seed. But they could play the Grizzlies just a game up on them. So those two are going to be swapping here. But it's feeling like that sixth spot's going to be playing the Kings or the Grizzlies. And either way, that's just going to be popcorn worthy. But the Mavericks, they got something to say about it tomorrow. They're only half game back of the Warriors. T-Wolves only a game back. Lakers only a game and a half back, so still a lot to be done. And now that the Warriors, nine games left, nine games left remaining in the regular season. Will they right the ship? Will they get that sixth spot in the West? Can they hang on to it? 888-957-9570. Steve Kerr after the game, (laughs) saying this was the worst game of the road trip. Didn't expect that. I actually felt... Uh, like we played decently in the first three games of this trip. Um, lost all three, but, but had our chances in all three, and I liked our effort. I liked a lot of the execution. Uh, ironically, I thought this was the worst of the four games that we played in this trip. I think it was, too. The way they were playing, it was bad. The first three quarters were not good. Sloppy turnovers, careless defense. Like, there were so many times when there was dribble drive penetration from the Houston Rockets, and then they just caught in like just caught in no man's land, caught in the air, didn't know what to do, didn't have a, 
a thought one way or the other, and they would just turn it over sloppily, whether it was Jalen Green or whatnot. And then the Golden State Warriors would give it right back, whether it was just a bad pass trying to cherry pick, and they throw it right to the other team. They're just trying to push the pace so much, whether than, than trying to let the game come to them. And that's ultimately what happened in the fourth quarter when Jonathan Kaminga was getting after it. He had 17 points. Again, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson. It's got a little scary there for Steph and his knee. We'll monitor that for sure today. Might be a little more sore today ahead of that game tomorrow against the Dallas Mavericks. Again, Kyrie Irving left that game in a walking boot, so we'll see the availability of a Luka Doncic and a Kyrie Irving as it pertains to the Dallas Mavericks. But right now we're breaking down the Golden State Warriors 121-108 victory over the Houston Rockets. Xfinity Mobile text line 510. We have to beat Dallas on the road for me to be convinced that our road woes are over. Okay. Is that what it's going to take? Just that one win tomorrow to be convinced that they could beat any single person or any single team on the road. Is that all it's going to take? It would be a huge win. Again, I just told you the standings. Warriors are 37-36. and 36. Mavericks right at 536-36. So this is a massive, massive game. It's huge. There's no other way around it. That would salvage the road trip to me. Will it end the Warriors' road woes? Not sure about that. But you'd feel damn good coming home, coming up against to play the uh, Philadelphia 76ers on Friday at Chase Center. You'd feel pretty damn good going into that game if you were able to win this one in Dallas. 888-957-9570. YouTube, hello, how you doing? Appreciate all y'all chiming in there. Morali, good morning to all the roasters. We're the pre-gamers here, Morali. Let's, let's calm down. Roaster's got another 52 minutes. We're the pre-gamers at 5 a.m. 6 a.m. hour comes along, then the Roasters can chime in. We pre-game here. We're not drinking your morning cups of coffee, no. It's not just your morning cup of joe. Although that'd be a great show leading up to the morning roast, but we're not calling it that. We're sticking to the pre-game. Hamza Raja on the YouTube chat. Steph and Clay just know how to show up against the Rockets. They do, whether it's Chris Paul and CP3, Mike D'Antoni, or whether it's Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr., all these guys. By the way, they're kind of a fun little team, right? They're super young. I mean, every time you see them, it's just, they're going to be super young for years. Can they get the Victor Wembenyama? It feels like they're just a big short of something maybe pretty special happening, but, I mean, that's reaching. I mean, they're 18 and 54 when I say special. I'm saying that in very broad terms, but they have a lot of talent. Like, I was impressed with a lot of the athleticism I saw, opportunistic defense at times. They played it. There was just possessions where, flat out, the Rockets played well on defense, and it caused a shot clock violation, a turnover. So credit to them. But I think that was also more of just a bad offense culminated with that. But has to be a little bit of both sometimes. Morali on the YouTube chat. Without Wiggins and GP2, this team will never win a championship. Without them, again, probably, and again, yeah, Wiggins still out with a personal matter. We're waiting to see what's going to be there. Is he going to be out all year? Nine more games to go. I starting to feel like that. It's absolutely starting to feel like that. GP2, he is on some sort of on-court activity. They did kind of an update for him last week, so he has been working out, doing that sort of stuff, ramping up. Hopefully, I think the hope is that he comes back for a couple games before the start of the postseason, which would be massive. Just getting some a little bit of conditioning in before getting himself reacquainted with the guys. He hasn't played with the team since coming back. 
So it's been damn near a year since he has been playing with any of these guys on a court in competitive basketball. So going to be a lot to happen between now and the start of the playoffs, the play-ins, and the Warriors right now clinging to their playoff hopes. Here's more from after the game. Uh, Clay Thompson asked what the main component to winning the fourth quarter was for them against the Rockets yesterday, and the, they pulled it out late. I think in it foul, and when we can just get the ball off the rim and go, it opens up everything for us. And then on top of that, we had some great shot making from Anthony Lamb and Big K made a nice mid-range move, and Steph obviously doing his thing. But those were the probably big opponents of fourth quarter surge. Jonathan Kaminga, absolutely. His his penetration down low has been so awesome. And the energy around the rim, helping out a guy like Kevon Looney, getting some second-chance opportunities. It might not be Kaminga tipping in every time, but he's there. He's active. And he is a freight train when he is running down towards that basket. I don't want to get in that guy's way. He's huge. He's fast. He's young. He's dynamic. And he's the future of the Golden State Warriors right now. If you're a Warriors fan, that's the future of the team. I don't think you want to part ways with this kid. He has a chance to be special. And if he can be consistent with getting some rebounds, not a lot yesterday, three. Got four assists, though. Like that. Being active. Looking to facilitate with others. If he can be an unselfish player. And if that mid-range jumper and that three ball he makes occasionally, only takes like about two or three a game. Shot one and two last night. If he can just have that consistency night in and night out, sky's the limit for him. Absolutely. And here's Clay Thompson again on preparing for this home stretch that starts with the Sixers on Friday. Well, as a competitor, you relish in the moments of the most important games, and we're coming down to the home stretch, and every game is so vital for our playoff stakes, and it's exciting times. I mean, postseason, there's nothing like it, and last seven or eight will be a great warm-up for the most competitive basketball out there. He's not wrong. It's going to start being, like, crazy. It's going to be crazy. Shout out Kelly Stafford. couple weeks. That's it. That's all we got left in this regular season. Every single game heightened to the 10,000th degree. Every single loss feeling excruciating. Could you imagine if they had lost last night to the Houston Rockets? They're flirting with it for damn near three and a half quarters, it felt like. Yeah, three and a fourth quarter. Can you imagine what that would have been like? It would have been, it would have been, oh my God. Ah, ah, sky's falling. Everything's done. Chicken Little energy would have been here. But they got the dub and they snapped the road losing streak. Can they continue to build off of this? If they win tomorrow, I think it does salvage the road trip and it puts you in a very good position moving forward. It's not going to be easy. The schedule is not going to be easy. Sixers Friday, a huge matchup against the T-Wolves Sunday, then against the Pelicans on Tuesday, Spurs next week on Friday, before playing the Nuggets, Thunder, Kings, Blazers. So none of these games are easy. You'd look at the only easy game would be the Spurs, but nothing's easy, even for the Warriors against any team, because no one's healthy. No one's healthy. No one's been playing complimentary basketball on both ends of the floor. So on any given night, the team that's giving the most energy, more often than not, has a good chance of winning. Here's Stephen Curry after the game, talking about it being good to leave the court with a smile. 
Feels good. It's one of those feelings like this is what you're supposed to do. But yeah, just to walk off the court with a couple more smiles on our faces and something to show for it. We know we have still have to play better. Like nobody's really celebrating, you know, anything. It's just a matter of learning lessons and wins, hopefully, and getting ready for you know another big game Wednesday. Another big game Wednesday, absolutely. A little mumbling there action from Steph Curry. He's just like, I just want to get the hell out of here. I got that feeling from him too. He's here's Steph breaking down the win last night. We were having fourteen turnovers in the first half, it was rough. We could never really create enough separation. And then second half, we were a little bit more mindful. I think we only had four turnovers, you know, and got decent shots. We didn't make as many as we wanted to, but we got stops, ran in transition. Played pretty disciplined. They made a little run. We got a little sloppy for two minutes there down the stretch, but got back to a good offense, connecting the game. Clay hits a big shot. Just mindful basketball that, you know, we needed to, to finish strong. Mindful basketball is a great term, and I think it is an apt term for what the Golden State Warriors have not been playing on the road all season long. It has not been mindful. It's been brain dead. But yesterday, they were mindful of where they were at in the game. They needed to make a run in the fourth quarter. They made the proper adjustments. They went on a little run, and they didn't look back. When you can go on a big run like that against a young and bad team like the Houston Rockets are, generally that's good enough, even if they are at home. Generally that is a good enough to put the team away, put some doubt in, and especially in the fourth quarter, that is what happened. 925, my guy on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Put your name on it, 925, so I can know your name. Come on. Ah, Joe Jabroni. You're slobbering into the mic about the bottom-feeding Warriors. Let me know I'm on time for work. Get a real job and move off Grandma's couch, you bum. (laughs) I love you, 925. (sighs) YouTube chat's on fire. Morale, Spadone, all their post-game interviews sound like they won't see Wiggins coming back this season. I don't know about that. Just sounds like They're drained. I think they're physically and mentally drained from this season. I think that's just a fact at this point. And it hasn't even, the playoffs time hasn't even started. They know how to kick it back in, and they will, but they do sound like they are physically and mentally drained. It just sounds like that. Can they turn it all around? They got nine games to do it before the play ins, and then again before the playoffs. It starts tomorrow against Dallas, and we'll have all that coverage right here on 95 7 the game. They're potentially without Kyrie Irving. We'll see. Left in a walking boot yesterday in a Mavericks loss to the Memphis Grizzlies, in which Dylan Brooks, I don't know if anyone saw this, Dylan Brooks tried to swap jerseys with Kyrie. Kyrie gave his jersey to Dylan Brooks, and Dylan Brooks took his off, dapped up Kyrie, and kind of like held it out, and Kyrie just, just moved on. I felt so much secondhand embarrassment for Dylan Brooks in that moment. Like he was just kind of wandering around the court with two jerseys in his hand, his own, and Kyrie's. Was he looking to like just, at that point, give it to a fan or something, right? Give it to a little kid that's at the game. Hey, you want this Dylan Brooks jersey kid? I'll sign it for you. And I'd rather have that Kyrie one. That's kind of how Kyrie felt. <laughs> oh, Dylan Brooks. Never change. Never change. 888 957 Nine five seven nine five seven zero. Speaking of Dylan Brooks, Draymond Green after the game talking about their focus level and careless uh, carelessness. Me being careless with these words on their focus level and carelessness leading to turnovers throughout the game. 
Our focus level was pathetic to start the game, come into the game like this. And, you know, it's a young athletic team. They're going to be in passing lanes, and we were real careless with the ball. So we're able to lock in. Coach challenged us coming out of the half. We're able to lock in after those first couple minutes of the third quarter. And I think we turned it over, what, five or six times there in the second half. Two or three of them was in the first two minutes of the third quarter. So I thought we did a pretty good job of cleaning it up after a while. They did. But again, you heard it from Steve Kerr there. It was probably their worst game of the road trip as it pertained to the turnovers. Just sloppy, careless, not focused, not playing mindful basketball, as Stephen Curry said. But they got the job done. That's all that matters. They got the dub. They're a game over five hundred, riding the ship, a chance to salvage the road trip, that I should say, against the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow before taking on the Philadelphia 76ers Friday at Chase Center. That's going to be a hell of a game. Joel Embiid, Sixers took an L against the Bulls yesterday, but Joel Embiid, he's the odds-on favorite right now to win the MVP. It's not Jokic. It's not Jokic. And the, I think these nine games left, ten games, whatever some of these teams have left, it's going to determine who's going to win that MVP. It's going to come down to the wire. Jokic, Embiid, can Giannis toss it out into the ring? I think it's kind of a two-horse race at this point, but Embiid, and you know the Warriors' lack of size, it's going to loom large in that game. And beat has killed the Warriors in the past. I'm looking at Looney. I'm looking at Draymond. Like good luck against that guy. He's playing a hell of a season, and he's looking like the MVP favorite according to Las Vegas. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero nine two five on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Warriors are just tired. They played so many games over the past decade. They, that's a fact. That is an absolute fact. And it's not just the physical toll it's been taken. This season, it's it's a lot more mental, I feel like. Coming off a championship season, coming in, and before the games have even started, we have a punch in the face from Draymond to Jordan Poole. We have guys missing a bunch of games. Stephen Curry getting a shoulder subluxation. We have Klay Thompson having horrible stretch to start the year. The whole team having a horrible stretch to start the year. Having to climb out of that hole. Can't win on the road all season long. Andrew Wiggins being out a month. Gary Payton, the second trade. You're trying to make the two-timeline thing work. Wiseman's gone. Moody, I don't know. It's good to see Moody, by the way, back in these games. Getting some confidence again. Hitting threes. Making smart plays. Very happy to see Moses Moody back in the fold. And they need him. Feels like they need some guy to step up out of the young players. Anthony Lamb, okay. Made a couple of nice plays. But I would love to see Moses Moody get a run here towards the end. Maybe his time's already shot. We shall see. But, again, going back to the mental toll that this season has taken. It's just everything from the vets not getting along with the young players, from the young players just not being on the same page with the veterans, yada, yada, yada. The disconnect, that word that we kept hearing for the past month or so, disconnect from front office, from the coaching staff, from ownership, everything. just feels like the entire organization has had a disconnect from the start of the season on. They have nine games now to salvage this disconnected season. Can they do it? Can they go out on a high note? Or will it all go up crashing and burning in flames? Like a lot of these dynasties end up happening. Hey, I'm not telling you to end it's gonna it's I'm not telling you it's gonna end pretty. I'm not telling you that. Because more often than not, it doesn't. I saw it with Kobe, saw it with Shaq, did not end pretty. Saw it with Kobe and the Pal Gasol Lakers did not end pretty. The Heatles did not end well. LeBron James, a Cleveland Cavaliers iteration, didn't end well. Like, these things don't end well more often than not. 
Showtime Lakers, everything had to end at some point. Everything has to end. Will this be the season where it all ends? Well, you're hoping it ends in a championship. That's all still right there in front of them, but it's going to take a lot. I don't think they can do it without Andrew Wiggins. We'll wait to see what happens there. Again, nine games left. Got a couple weeks. April 9th is the last game of the regular season, and that is against the Portland Trailblazers. So if he comes back before then, maybe. If not, wouldn't hold my breath. Here's more from Draymond Green after the game on the play level of the Rockets in this game. They're a lot better. Jabari's playing so much better. Shooting it better, but he's just way more aggressive. He's attacking the offensive rebounds every play. They seem to be taking better shots. So I think they're moving in the right direction. It doesn't necessarily show up on their record, but you know, you even look at the last week or so, they've won some games over the last week or two. Not against easy teams, you know, so I think they're moving in the right direction. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see. There's so much young talent. It'll be interesting to see how it pans out, but I think they're guys that'll have good careers. I agree. I was saying that early before I even heard that Draymond Green clip. I absolutely agree that they are moving in the right direction. If they add a Victor Wembanyama, that'd be massive. Just both physically and also just an emotional lift to that franchise that was at the highest of highs nearly. Don't forget, they were up in that game against the Warriors. They missed... Somebody help me out on the text line. Or on the... How many threes did the Rockets miss in that game seven? How many threes was it? Felt like they should have won that game in that series and advanced to the NBA Finals against the Cleveland Cavaliers, in which I think they would have had a great shot to win. But they were at the highest of highs. Daryl Morey, Mike D'Antoni, James Harden, Chris Paul, Trevor Ariza. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, all those guys, they were just so close. And it felt like they were the only team that said, you know what, we're going to go all in and play these Warriors at their game. And we, I th- we think we could do it just as good, if not better. And for a second, it looked like they were about to do that. It looked like they were the better team. It looked like they were firing on all cylinders. Just didn't work. Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, the last remnants of that team. Eric Gordon, he's gone. So the Rockets, looks like they are finally moving back in that direction. We'll see come draft lottery time if they indeed 
can get back into the lucky atmosphere when it comes to the NBA and NBA. It's all luck. Some say there's conspiracy theories. I say it's just luck. The lottery, that's what it is. And maybe they'll get lucky. 888-957-9570, We're going to come on back. Got a quick break here. Going to get into some World Baseball Classic. We'll continue, obviously, to break down this Warriors win as they snap an 11-game road losing streak against the Houston Rockets. They are now 8-29 on the road, 37-36 and overall. But WBC on the other side, Japan with a dramatic comeback victory and all eyes set in Miami at Marlins Park where the USA takes on Shohei Otani, you Darvish, and them boys. Come on back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. Now, back to the pre-game show on 95-7 the game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. A little major league here for you as we continue to talk about the Warriors taking out the Houston Rockets 121-108 as the Warriors snap their 11-game road losing streak. We'll get back into them as they take on the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow in Dallas. And we'll have all that coverage, obviously, right here on 95-7 the game. But we had some baseball yesterday, folks. And my goodness, it's, it's like... The WBC heard my complaints last Friday on the cross show where Joe Shasky said, ah. Mm-hmm. And they've just had amazing games from then on out. Just think about Venezuela v. U.S. Just so much drama there. You think about Mexico and Japan last night. That's what it's all about. The drama. You're not getting that in spring training, folks. For all the people complaining about the injuries that have happened to Edwin Diaz, to the Jose Altuve's, for wanting to play for their country and represent their country in a sport that means most in their respective countries. Baseball's it, folks. I know we like to think about Italy, Spain, England when it comes to soccer. Well, you think of the Dominican Republic. You think of Venezuela. You think of Puerto Rico. You think of, well, Mexico. Now, you think of baseball. Obviously, soccer is still massive. Football, massive in Mexico. But baseball, it's right around there. It's runner-up, I would think. And here's how it sounded last night as Japan walked it off in the bottom of the ninth against Mexico after being down for majority of the game. It was back and forth, back and forth, and then finally, Japan pulls through. The pitch is hit to left center field. MLB Network, Dave Fleming on the call there. It was an absolutely electric call. It was absolutely an electric atmosphere. Munitaka, I got this right, Munitaka Murakami, walk-off double there to score Shohei, who led off the inning. Was it first pitch, Sam, I want to say? First pitch, lead-off double. You just knew Otani was getting on base there. He was going to find his pitch. The guy's so damn good. And just having him being in this atmosphere, being on the stage, going up against a guy that we don't really get to see on the stage, a Mike Trout tonight, 
their teammates. There are storylines galore. And again, that game, USA v. Japan tonight. I think it starts 4.30. I think it's either on Fox or FS1. But either way, cannot wait for that. My goodness. The drama. Don't tell me it doesn't matter. It matters to these players. It matters to these fans. It matters to these countries. It absolutely does. It may not be as big here in America, but I'm seeing all across my timeline. You can feel the anxiety with every single pitch. The weight of these countries on the shoulders of these athletes. That is why we love the World Cup. And I'm not here to compare it. It's not on the World Cup's level there. Damn near every single nation wants to be a part of the World Cup every four years. And it's going to be in North America in four years' time here. And I can't wait, can't wait for that. Canada, USA, Mexico already punched their, all their tickets. So they're already confirmed in there. But that's a discussion for another day. World Baseball Classic. Maybe it'll never be on that level because it just doesn't have that ingrained sport into those respected countries' DNA. But for North America and for a lot of the Asian countries, it matters a lot. And we're seeing it. Just hear the passion from the Japanese in this call. Unreal. It's just you hear the passion. Certain broadcasters in certain countries, it's just on another level. And you hear it a lot during the World Cup when you have certain goals and stuff like that. But the Japanese calls are always just, it gets it right. It gets it. Just hear the passion, the energy. Immediately, right off the bat, they knew it was a walk off. <laughs> How can you not be romantic about baseball after hearing that call? Oh, my goodness. Brandon Cadiz on the YouTube chat. Otani versus Trout. Winner stays in L.A. I think Loser has to stay in L.A., actually, for the Angels. Loser stays, and uh, the other one can go to the Dodgers. One stays with the Loser stays with the Angels. The other one goes to the Dodgers. I know Giants fans probably don't want to hear that. They probably want the, the winner to go to the Giants. But you're looking at some of these athletes... And I'm sure the morning roast will get into it more, but Bonte was like, hey, this pitcher that's throwing gas, who was it, Sasaki? Yeah. Can I get that guy in orange and black, please? Can we, can we get that guy? Unreal. Look at this. Look at the pitching NPH right here. The velocity to start off the game. This is Roki Sasaki. He threw 20 fastballs. 101, 101. 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. It's just like the rest of the time. 10 more, 50 more hundreds. And then he gets a 97. Was that, what was that, his changeup, the 97? My God, these guys are just throwing gas. It's unreal. Remember about 20 years ago when you just saw someone kissing the high 90s? Like, oh my God, that guy threw a Randy Johnson hit a 100 right there? Oh my God. That's never going to be, dead. it's never going to happen again. And then just slowly. Oh, this guy. Now everyone has one on their team that can throw that high. Now everyone has a couple guys. that can, Now every single rotation needs at least three or four guys that can hit into the high 90s. That guy's throwing low 90s. Guy's got a dead arm. You're kissing 91, 92 only? So you're maxing out on? 
Oh, that guy stinks. That's how crazy the evolution has come in baseball as it pertains to velocity, arm slots, arm angles, all that sort of stuff, the motion, the mechanics, every single thing. I mean, granted, it's probably not the best that a lot of these kids are getting Tommy John's this young because they're just going to have to get one. It's inevitable at certain points, so they get it out of the way at an early age. But you get what I'm saying. We are living in a time where the talent has never been better. The velocity has never been better. The technology has never been better as it pertains to baseball. So all this sort of stuff coupled in to the best athletes we are now seeing on the stage in the biggest lights. And this is our big lights, folks. Don't get it twisted. I know you're, a lot of you are comparing, that's eh, not the World Series. It is to these countries. Japan, they want to beat our ass. USA, you're damn right they want to beat Japan. These are the two best at their respective sports going at it today, and I cannot wait. 888-957-9570. Want to know your thoughts on the World Baseball Classic thus far? Have you been watching? Will you watch tonight? If you're not watching the World Baseball Classic, I need to know what you are watching. And I get it. Regular season's winding down. There's some big matchups around the NBA. But if you're not watching that, you better be channel surfing. Turn on the World Baseball Classic. It's going to be fire. Was it Merrill Kelly's on the mound tonight? for the USA. Merrill Kelly, if you don't know him, Giants fans should because he kind of shoved against them last year. He plays for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I had him in fantasy last year. Hell of a pitcher. Not the sexiest of names, granted. The pitching staff is not really a combination in the USA of the sexiest names. The lineup is, we got the Trouts, we got the Betts, we got the Goldschmidts, we got the Arenados, we got the Tim Andersons, we got the Cedric Mullins, we got the Jeff McNeils. We got a lot of studs. In that lineup, the pitching staff, not the sexiest, but Merrill Kelly, he'll get the job tonight against Team Japan. Wonder who Japan's going to toss out there. You Darvish, I think I saw a lot from the timeline of you Darvish. It might be a smorgasbord. God, I, w- I just need to see an Otani versus Trout at bat. Am I? Is anyone with me there? An Otani versus Trout at bat in a championship game? That'd be so sick. So, so sick. 888-957-9570. Hugo Green's not going to be watching the World Baseball Classic. He's going to be watching NBA and European soccer. Well, Hugo, I don't think they're going to be playing European soccer at 4.30 Pacific time. I think they're going to be night-night after that. So after whoever plays today, whether it's Premier League or Europa or Champions, after that game's over, toss it over to Fox, watch a little World Baseball Classic USA v. Japan. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. 415, Mexico had a minor leaguer pen at the end. They definitely choked at the end there. That was a choke job. But you know what? Kudos to the fans. Kudos to everyone there. The Mexico fans, they were awesome. Mexico national team was awesome. Randy Rosarena becoming a meme before our eyes. He was so chill. Robin home runs with the sombrero, all that. They said their goodbyes to the fan base. When they were out on the field, gave them their thanks. It was a pretty cool scene. And then the coach said, you know what? We may have lost today, but it was a win for baseball. And I think that was the right sentiment. I think this entire World Baseball Classic has been a win for baseball. And I was so wrong after coming in here last week talking to Joe Shasky and the Cross Jover, who's going to join me next. I want to get his thoughts on it. When I said, I'm trying to get into it, but I just can't. Well, a USA-Venezuela game on Saturday got me into it. And that Japan-Mexico game... Got me even more into it last night. And Japan advances to the finals tonight against USA in Miami. And we'll have all that reaction tomorrow, obviously, 
as it pertains to the World Baseball Classic. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Want to get your thoughts on that? Dive back into the Warriors. Joe Shasky joins me next for the crossover. 888-957-9570. Twitch, YouTube, find me on there. Twitter, give me a follow, at Spadoni, Spadoni underscore Joe. This is the pregame show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. USA! Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pregame show, Joe Spadoni. Warriors defeating... The Houston Rockets almost had fallen for some reason because <laughs> they've just fallen so many times on the road. 8 and 29 now on the road. They improve. They snap an 11 game road losing streak. 37 and 36. They are clinging to the sixth seed in the West. Joe Shasky joining me here for the crossover. And before we get to the Warriors, Joe, I just wanted your thoughts. We were just talking about it. This guy's Sasaki. Huh. And you've been all in on the World Baseball Classic. And boy, was I wrong about not watching it last week. Turned it on the weekend. USA v. Venezuela was sick. Yesterday, Mexico versus Japan, just so much drama, and you can just hear what it means, even in the Japanese call, I'm sure you heard it, just what it means for the fans that are there, for the countries, like, it's a big deal, it's a big deal, now we get the best of the best, we get Japan and Shohei Otani versus Mike Trout and USA, baby. So I was listening to David Sampson explain how they saw the World Cup, baseball people did, and they are like, how can we tap into what the World Cup does really, really well? And it's never going to be the World Cup. No. I'm, I'm not here to pretend. Like I'm not, I'm not some like baseball Americano who's pretending that soccer and baseball are on equal footing. No. But but my point being is when you wrap the national uh, flags or, uh, of different countries around people, it feels different. Like seeing Otani celebrate the way he did was incredible. It was incredible. And the guy hitting the, the bomb down the line, was that not a Matsui oh, home run? Oh, it was just, he hooked it. I was uh, just like, what? That reminded what me swing. of Godzilla with the Yankees. Yeah. Um, I love seeing Japan doing what they're doing. Clearly, it means something to them. And I love that. Mexico oh, fought their butts off. Yes. A Rosarena, who's a Cuban defect. Uh, and I hate saying it that way. It feels so like like like, like he escaped no, prison no, no, or well, something. Well, a lot of them, the, def- the, the, the defect players, like they're now playing for Cuba. Yeah. Because Cuba's talent pool has well, just been so dry. And there was an agreement between America and yep. them, and like, but like a Rosario playing for Mexico, like he made a sick catch in the in awesome. the outfield, robbing the ball. Two things: a, it's bringing profile to players that we would otherwise not get their profile. Like a Rosario has been really good for for a couple years now, and maybe people just don't know. Yeah, you he know? kind of faded away after that little COVID run with the Absolutely. Rays and stuff like that. Didn't really see him. Otani yeah. is making an extra hundred and fifty million minimum. Oh. Minimum doing what he's doing, dude. I've never seen him that much. Like the exuberance he was showing, Incredible. all this sort of stuff. I think it was Ken Rosenthal who was interviewed after, and he's like, "I have never seen you that like like enthused, or maybe it was Joe Davis, but on the call. But either way, it was just seeing that energy from not just the Japanese players, the fans. Yes, you heard the call. Just every single thing. Like this is their sport over there. Yes, like which is awesome because it is America's pastime and seeing the game grow globally. And we're gonna—I know you guys are gonna get into the Roger Goodell extension yes. as it pertains to him and the commissioner of the NFL. About Rob Manfred, now he's got all the problems in the world. I actually think Manfred has turned it around, it, which is an—and I've been the biggest critic. Take, but go ahead. No, he's—he look at. <laughs> He put in specific rule changes that are already paying unbelievable dividends. So here, here's the next. Which you're not seeing in the World Baseball Classic, but that's that's kind of different. It's pool play. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So like wh- where I'm going at with this is that 
I, I truly believe um, that right now, baseball has an opportunity. Four teams, remember the Bally Sports regional networks that we've been talking yeah, about? Yeah. Four teams are going to get zero money from their regional broadcast partner. They're going to take these rights in-house at some point. So instead of watching on NBC Bay Area, eventually, and it might take five years, eventually they're going to bring all these rights in, in, in-house and they're going to sell to Amazon Prime, whatever. Yeah. They have, a, they have an opportunity right now to reimagine baseball. So as I'm looking at what's going on in baseball right now, more playoffs, less regular season. And I know everyone's said for years, the owners will never go for it. Well, right now, with their revenue hit because of these regional networks, everything's on the table. This year's the first year where the Red Sox and the Giants are going to play every year. So first year, the Giants are going to play the Yankees every year. They have done away with you face the NL West 19 times. Now everyone's playing everyone, similar to how it is in the NBA. All right, And so what I think is going to happen, and it's going to take some time, they're going to expand for two more teams, and they are going to reimagine baseball. Guys, playoff baseball. I know that WBC is different in the sense that it's got the nationality wrapped around it. Sense of urgency baseball is as good as any sport out there. And what we hate is mundane baseball in the middle of July that's August. meaningless. Oh, God, it's the worst. Would you it's, agree? Well, yeah, I wouldn't, especially now that I'm in this medium and I'm going to have to deal with it in July and August. Like, exactly. You're going to be grasping at straws. It's like, huh. You know, Logan Webb, he's, he's fading down the stretch. It's like, okay, like I can only do so much of that. And it's a good point. Like, and listen, Ma- Rob Manfred, he has all his problems. On that, I will agree. Like, that is great. Like, I loved. Being able to see all these different teams when I grew up, it's like, oh, the A's don't really get to play that so and so team. They don't get exactly. to play the Dodgers all the time. Like this is really cool. Yes. Like and now they get to play them every single time. So, and we got a little taste of it in the COVID year. Yes. Right. Which I loved. Like I think I was like, oh man, this would be a perfect opportunity just to realign. They're not going to do it, but just to realign. No, all, they're going to go go to West Coast. They're going to go to Central, like a true it's West coming. Coast and a, a true Central, a true South, a true West, all that sort of stuff. That would be perfect. It's coming because the game's very regional, and yes. they want you to be able. So, like for example, you're a Giants fan. They want you to be able to either drive or hop on whatever. A train yes. or a plane, and go see the Angels. Go see the Dodgers. Like they want to make it super hyper regional. They want Mets and Yankees. Like they want to tap into yes. that. They, they, they want to tap into those things. So I think it eventually is coming. It's going to be slow. Think about what Rob. Now again, I thought Rob Manfred two three years ago was the worst of the three commissioners. Oh, yeah. Think of what he's implemented in a game that refuses to change even one iota. They made the bases bigger. They added the pitch clock. And they said we're banning the shift. Those are three crazy rules to a game that has not had any tinkering in many years. They added the DH universally. They've done away with the American League NL, and now you play everybody every single day. Yep. Like they have done radical changes. I have to pivot and give Rob Manfred a ton of credit because he realized. This is not an in-game experience anymore. This is a television product. And I think Roger Goodell and, and before him, Paul Tagliabue, recognized that with the NFL. And they said, yeah, yeah I, we love that you come to games. This is a TV product. A no. TV product. It's a fact. And then, and the one guy is kind of lagging behind if we're just talking owner here. And like the owner of Mount Rushmore or whatever you want to talk about. Adam Silver. Did you hear the rumor? No, about Adam Silver? Oh, boy. The rumor with Adam Silver is that he has been offered the Disney job, so he would be able to run wow. Disney. Now, I'm asking out loud, is that a lateral, downward, or upward oh, move? That, I think that's upward, right? I think so, I too. I think it would be, too. Yeah. But, but we're in the sports prism, yeah. and I think a lot of sports people would say, oh, no, 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 commissioner of the NBA. And I would pivot and go... Disney may not be a bigger quote unquote. It's way more global though. That's like the that's thing. the thing. Like we like an NBA is like expanding. Like they are global. Right? They are not 
Dude, that mouse mm-hmm. is everywhere. Every kiosk, every every street, every amusement single thing, parks, every amusement parks, every movies, movies streaming, streaming plat- everything. Joey, you it's recognize everywhere. it. You have a child, yeah. yes. And like you're talking about one of the biggest brands in the world. Yeah. Right now, I know the NBA is huge. I'm not trying to diminish that, but I find that fascinating. And me being in the NBA bubble, like you know, because this is what we do. I'm like, oh no, that's a that's a downward lateral movement at best. And I'm thinking. Maybe I'm wrong. And then I listen to business insiders and like, oh, no, 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 no. If you take over Disney, that's a whole level of fame yeah. that you can't even comprehend. Totally, totally. All right. Now, pivoting from baseball, we'll get into the back into the Warriors. They did snap their 11-game road losers. I love talking baseball. The nuances and stuff like that. Dude, it's, last it's so night fun. was fun. It was fun. No, that's the thing. It was fun. And I know you guys will get into it. The calls were awesome. I got pulled the Japanese call. I'll get the uh, Mexico call, too. They were dejected. But still... A great time. I think the Mexico manager, uh, I forget his name right now, I want to find it, but he put it best where it was like, you know what, we may have lost, but baseball won as a sport tonight. 100%. Like, that's absolutely true. So, you guys will continue talking about that in the morning roast. Real quickly on the Warriors, it's... I agree with Steve Kerr. They may have won the game, but I think they looked worse in this game than they did in the other three games. Like, they didn't look good at all. Like, but... In the fourth quarter, they made a run, which they have not been able to do, and they kept the other team off the board. Well, so there, I have to give them the, their due. I love seeing Steve Kerr actually like start Curry in the fourth quarter, yes. and then he took him out and brought him back in. Like, you know what? I, I know people. Oh, they look bad at who? Can, they won. Like they won. I'm I'm happy yes, they won. Yes. They snapped it, which is funny that Steve Kerr said that they didn't look good in this game compared to the other but one. But the they coach. won. Yes, I'm a, I'm a fan. So like that's the coach. The yeah. coach can critique all he wants. Like you know what? They needed a win for my for my brain for my spirit. I think the team needed a win. Kaminga showed some more athleticism. He's doing a lot of little things that are really well. Anthony Lamb played a really good second half quietly. Um, Clay Thompson attacking the bucket in the first half. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good things to take away from this. That Rockets team. By the way, if I was betting on futures, mm. and, and maybe it's one game because I know he scored forty just recently, I'm betting on Jabari oh, Smith over Jalen Green. Not that Jalen can't be good. Yeah, I really like Jabari. Like he took a huge step forward. He did. No, and Draymond talked about it after the game too. He said, "Yeah, listen, what he has done these last couple weeks, how he's he's averaging eighteen plus points. They're being teams like the Celtics, Lakers. Like these are good teams against." future Hall of Fame type players. And the, the Rockets, listen, they, their record may not reflect it, but if they get Wembenyama, right? What, like they're just missing a big size element there. They are so young. Where do you think the league... I just, I just Not that they're going to oh, be sadistic and, and like... Uh, well, I where do you think the it. league would want Victor Wembenyama? I think Wembenyama. Houston would be a perfect place. You like, think te- so? Texas is just a big market for him, too. Uh-huh. Like I think of international type players. I think of Dirk... Think of Akeem, yeah. like what they've been able to accomplish over there. I think the Western. I was thinking San Antonio as well. You say, so again, Texas. Like yeah. that's like you. I'm thinking of like a big market. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's I mean, a whole market. Like the whole state. Yeah. I feel like is the same thing. You can toss in uh, Dallas there as well. But yeah, San Antonio. I just think the Rockets as a brand. I just. And maybe I'm looking at different. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think of their brand, their name is better than the Spurs. They haven't won as much as the Spurs in this I last twenty they're, years. They're, they're, they have bigger market share potentially. Yes, potentially. I, that, so that's what I think. Maybe yeah. I'm just looking at. I like their uniforms more. Just selfish. Nuts. Yeah, but 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 I think they can't go wrong in Texas. So I agree mm-hmm. with you there. Detroit, yeah, I guess. But not really. It's not that sexy. But I guess like the history there with the Pistons and stuff like that. Outside looking it. in, Charlotte. Mm. 
that's just, well. I'm just thinking of sexy. a way to make them relevant. I guess, but like Michael Jordan's like jumping ship there now. I He's know. looking to sell his majority of stake. That just that market there. I don't know if they really crave basketball like they do like in North Carolina. Well, it's such when a it comes college. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. North Carolina, Duke, like they crave that stuff. Uh, Nicole Diaz on the YouTube chat for a team that pretty much keeps your job relevant. He all really disliked the Warriors. Apparently, we disliked them because we were talking World Baseball Classic, Chasky. I, I mean, I, I love the Warriors. Gr- congratulations! They snapped an eleven-game road losing streak against the worst team in basketball. Well, there you go. Like, sorry, like, like, I, I like I'm you. not. We're not here to sugarcoat it. No, They're the defending NBA champions. But right now, I need stunk. some sugar. We, right now, you need, <laughs> they won. We will give them them flowers. Congratulations! Yes. No, we don't but, need to give flowers. Like, not every day do you give. If you give flowers every day, uh, what, what's the one that? Uh, then they're the, not special. The uh, forget-me-nots. We'll give them those. Like, you just oh, look at you. Look at me. That's Joe Shasky. He's coming up next. Bonte Hill. Morning roast. They'll break down that Warriors win over the Houston Rockets. More World Baseball Classic talk. Nicole Diaz, I'm sure you'll love that. Coming up next, this is a pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.